0: Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Amen. Please be seated. Well, good morning. You brood of vipers wondering how John ever got any. I mean, his sermons must have been amazing to be willing to sit through being called, you brood of vipers. <laughs> Last week we heard about this John the Baptist who was in the wilderness, and Luke tells us that the, that the word of God came to him. And not just at any time, Luke tells us that in the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, And when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea and Herod was ruler of Galilee, his brother Philip was the ruler of this area and and, and here's this other ruler in this area and it's during the high priest of Caiaphas and, 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 and Annas. That in the midst of that, the word of God bypassed all of the political rulers, all the people who are ruling Israel, all the people who are supposed to be the religious leaders, and goes to this man in the wilderness, and the word of God rests on him. We don't know a whole lot about John, but we know that he had no problem in telling people what he really thought He might not be the fun person that you would want to invite to Thanksgiving. I think of the Saturday Night Live skid in which you have the person who's like, oh boy, this turkey's delicious, and they're like, yeah, but have you read what they do to turkeys before they (laughs) kill them? John is constantly going to remind you of the ways in which you fall short, and sometimes we need to hear that, and other times it's like, please, I'm just trying to get through today. But John's message, John's word comes at a really important time in Israel's history. David Jeffrey says that he is calling this dispirited and scattered to repent. People who, who, who have felt that they have been forgotten by the religious authorities and by the political authorities, John is preaching a message to them. And this came at a time in which the Jewish political fortunes were at their absolute lowest, maybe since the Babylonian exile. Even the religious stuff wasn't going really well because they had built a statue of Zeus on the altar of the burnt offerings. Gregory the Great, reflecting on this time, says it was clear that Judea had come to an end for it was subjected and divided into so many kingdoms. This was not a time in which Israel would look back and say, man, those were great days. In fact, they would say, how did things get so wrong? And it's in the midst of that that the word comes to John the Baptist, who has a simple message of repent. People must have reacted to this because they ask him, well, what is it that we should do? And his answer was not very complicated. If you have two coats, give one of them away. If somebody is hungry, give them some food. The tax collectors, even the tax collectors came and asked what they should do. And he says, don't steal money from people. The soldiers wanted to know the same thing. What about us? And he says to them, you can't use your power to take advantage of others. Okay, so be generous, don't steal, got it. I think I can do this kingdom thing. There's a cartoon that shows a skeptic shouting into the heavens, God, if you're up there, tell us what we should do. And back comes a voice, feed the hungry, house the homeless, establish justice. The skeptic looks alarm and says, well, just testing. And God replies back, yeah, me too. john doesn't have time in this exchange with the people for a complicated argument about what justice looks like give what you have if you have more than you need and don't abuse people for your own ends simple right i sit there and i think about um, one of the great ethical quandaries Um, which is in the TV show Friends. And for those who have watched the show, Ross moves into a new apartment, and at the same time, the longtime building superintendent is retiring. And they want Ross to pay money towards his retirement gift. And Ross is like, but no, I just moved in. I don't even know him. This is not fair for me to have to pay. And then there's Phoebe, the fun-loving one, who even though she doesn't live in the building, goes on and gives a gift for the retiring superintendent. To be honest, I'm more likely to respond to Ross's line of argument that I don't need to pay him any money. I wonder about what John would say. John is very clear that despite how simple this thing is, be generous, don't cheat people. The reality is, is that most of us, just like the people the prophet spoke to, we're not always going to follow it. And that's why John offers a word of hope to all those who ask, well, what is it that I can do? For he tells them, don't worry about it because there is one who is coming who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. That he will be the one to redeem and judge and you need not be so hard on yourself. I think about Martin Luther when I think about this image of the response of what's required of us. Because let's be honest, do we all agree that we should be generous and we shouldn't take things that don't belong to us? Yes, I would hope. But how often do we fail to do that? How many times do we look into our closet and we say, well, you know, I really do need two coats or three or five. Anyone wanna go higher? I think of Martin Luther who reflects upon these things that we know that we should not do, but what happens when we don't do them? To him, sin was bigger than just simple immorality. Sin was more than just the bad things that others do that we can feel superior in not doing. Sin, according to Luther, is the self-being curved in on itself without a thought for God and for neighbor. In that case, it could be alcoholism or it could be passive aggressive. It can be the ways in which I manipulate others to get what I want, or it can be adultery. It can be embezzling funds, or it can be that feeling of superiority that I have over other people. The law comes to us and it says that these are the shoulds. I should do this, I should be generous. The shoulds in our life are the things that make us see how far off the mark we are. So the shoulds are not bad. Notty Bolts Weber says that feeling convicted by the law looks like every feminist who in secret hates her body and every televangelist who's really addicted to porn and every social worker who doesn't actually look into the eyes of the homeless man they pass by the street corner. All of them know what the law can do to us, how cruel the distance is between our ideal self, the self that we really wish we are, and the actual self that at times we can feel, and that feeling of never not really hitting the mark. Whatever mark that is, the law tells us that we will never, ever able to achieve it. But the gospel, the Holy Spirit coming to us in response to what is it that I should do gives us a proposition of hope because the gospel is because. Again. Nadia Boltz-Weber says, because God is our creator and because we rebel against the very idea of created beings and insist on trying to be God for ourselves, and because God refuses to play by the rules that we want, and because in the fullness of time, God has had quite enough of all of it, and God became human in Jesus Christ to show us who God really is, because God would not be deterred. God went so far as to hang on a cross that we built and did not even lift a finger to condemn, but simply said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. Because Jesus Christ defeated even death and the grave and rose on the third day, and because we all sin and fall short and are forever turned in ourselves and forget that we belong to God, that none of our human and worldly successes can guarantee us of anything, that those failures do not exclude us from God's love of God's creation. God refuses that our sin and brokenness, our inability to answer what then shall we do, I don't know, refuses to allow us to live in that place because God came to save And not judge you. Therefore you are saved by a grace, by a gift, and not by the works of the law. And this truth will set you free in a way that no self-help class can ever do. Amen.